What's up, Bills Mafia? This is Gregory Russo, defensive end for the Buffalo Bills, and you are listening to The Lockdown of Jake Jordan. Welcome, everybody, to the coolest place in Bills Mafia outside of Western New York. I am your host, Jake, and I am with my brother, Bryce. There you go. It's a little bit delayed, oh, yeah. but we got it. And this well, I, is I wasn't the. Sure, if you wanted me to say my name, you feel me? Well, now I just kind of look like a dummy because I sat there and was like my brother, and then there's a yeah, long, you know. there's 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 a long pause, but. It is what it is, and you are listening to The Lowdown, however you're listening to this. Maybe you're at the gym. Maybe you're just getting ready for the weekend. It's going in the Father's Day, and ladies and gentlemen, I cannot wait for Father's Day, probably just because we have a long weekend coming up, and it means that I we get to uh, spoil our dads, and maybe if you're a dad, that means you're going to get spoiled this week. So, you know, kudos to all the dads out there, right, Bryce? Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, I mean, Bryce, you could be a father and you don't even know. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> so, you know, last week, I, I'm finally glad that I get to do a podcast where the audio isn't bad anymore. The last two weeks, right. I, I have had probably some of the worst podcasts that I've ever had come out. And, you know, they're because of reasons outside of my own control. But... You know, the first time I believe it was me and you were on a podcast and uh, I completely forgot. Like, I guess it switched my microphone to the like the microphone that's on my uh, on my webcam. So I'm actually going in and making sure right now that I'm checking and okay, it is recording off the right microphone because I would have been very pissed if we recorded this whole thing and i was still recording off of a tin can of a microphone then last week uh it was two people sitting in a room with airpods and that sounded absolutely beautiful but we're back we are back and bryce you're here with me i got some things to talk about my man there are there are some things that have gone down and this isn't going to be a long show uh like i said in probably like three four podcasts ago by now uh, you know, it's the off season. So, you know, podcasts are starting to get a little bit shorter and, you know, there's not that much to talk about. Uh, mini camps just and mandatory mini camp just ended. Uh, Coach McDermott does what he always did and ends it a day early, even though everybody is for some reason going, why is he ending it a day early when mm-hmm. you know last year we didn't get that? And we've got some rookies, but it's like, dude, it's on brand right. for Sean McDermott, right? He's done it every single year he's been here. Like there's no reason to think, yeah. Like there's no reason to think that he's going to be any different. And then they put out an awesome video today, as of recording this Thursday, of Sean McDermott in a fighter jet. He went to like the Navy, uh, like hangars near them, and he was in a fighter jet. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw Visor McDermott. Yeah, yeah, Visor McDermott. (laughs) Even just as cool as Jot. Like that was, like. I, I, I see a lot of people are like, oh, my God, why would, you know, Sean McDermott's always done that, just giving him a day early to be like, yeah, you know what, get started. Uh, 
on your break a little bit earlier. Go, yeah, go get your go stuff. Rest go, a uh, bit. yeah. You guys have done well for these two days, which you know some some teams aren't even holding these mandatory mini camps. So exactly, you know, I feel like it's a little bit of a competitive advantage to you know you just get a couple more days to evaluate your guys, which you know uh, we've heard from inside sources and stuff that you know Boogie Basham and and uh, Gregory Rousseau, who uh, introduces everybody at the beginning of the show. Uh, it's right. it's uh, I we've heard that they're showing out. They're doing really good. And, you know, having those two days yeah, to evaluate like those to guys, that. maybe I don't know if you've also seen, but a uh, star Latula showed up. Uh, and I don't know if we oh, had yeah. the uh, I don't know if we've had the chance to talk about slim star, but, you know, uh, him, yeah, he not. came back. Mario Addison came back in really, really good shape. Like this offseason okay. has been very kind to some of these guys. And maybe the our D linemen came to compete. Well, see, here's my thing. I think maybe they're like, oh man, I'm playing for my goddamn job. Yeah, I need to, I need to right. get my ass in shape. Or mm-hmm. one of these young guys about to come take my place. I mean, Jerry yeah. Hughes just mm-hmm. looks like Jerry Hughes. But exactly you know, on that other... Mario, bro. Mario needed to get it back into gear. Yeah, bro, and he's looking really good. Our our whole D line apparently has been looking really good, especially AJ good. and Vanessa as well. Like uh, me and Adam talked about that the Mario other day. out there. Yeah, dude, we I need I need Super Mario Addison out there. That's what I need. Oh, yeah. uh, I I wanted it last year, but we didn't really get it. But uh, uh, just one of these things I want to throw it out there it was the topic last week. AJ and Vanessa uh, tips the ball right. at the line and gets a interception, takes it to the house in a scrimmage. Right. Just a mm-hmm. little scrimmage that they did. And uh, him and Mongo get in a fight. A lot of people tried to spin it as a bad thing. Bryce, what do you think about them getting in a fight? Because I don't think it's all that serious. I actually like it. I like that Bruh, they got into the fight. It's football. Emotions run high. That You want that on the field. If you're emotional on the field, that means you want to win. That means you're giving it everything you got. I'd yeah, love dude. it. And I saw Mongo on a on a uh, interview on Pat McAfee right after yeah. he, right after it happened, and uh, he said that's not the first time he, he, that happens in practice all the time. And he said it wasn't the know, first time it happened. Yeah, I and you know Mongo's one of those guys. He's an enforcer type guy, so it doesn't yeah. surprise me him getting in any kind of like fight at practice but that just shows me they're going hard out there man and maybe aj exactly. didn't need to maybe he didn't need to take it all the way to the house oh but, yeah one you know i i mean but play, he's a young hero. guy i mean he he got it he just intercepted uh one of the guys who's gonna be a front runner for mvp i think this year i mean maybe right. he wanted to celebrate a little in practice you know and you know who knows what really happened, all we know the details are is there was a little bit of a fight. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I like it. I like scuffle, that these guys scuffle. are Yeah, I like these guys going out there getting in a little bit of a scrap. You know, it shows me that they're out there, they are hungry. Like, have you seen right. that oh, video? Yeah, dude. Have you seen that video of Stefan Diggs? He slips on one of his routes and he just batted the yep, ball down. Back, he, yeah, didn't back even it again. Yeah, didn't even didn't even try to catch it. He just batted the ball down yep. because you know, it's it's the little things and how these guys are so dedicated to their craft, dude. It makes me mm-hmm. love anytime any kind of clip comes out from the team, I just salivate over it. I'm like, oh my god, dude. These guys, it just 
because we know what this team can be, dude. And it gets me so excited. And that's what makes me just so excited for the season to come around, not only to make some bomb ass content on here, but to be able to just talk about this team who's going to be contending for a Super Bowl, I think. And, you know, I'm going to bring it. So tell me this. All right. Am I the am I the only one? I love Emmanuel Sanders to death. Love him. Love the guy. Uh-huh. But am I the only one who sees how skinny this dude's legs are? Oh, like, my dude got chicken me? legs. Yeah, he my got, dude chicken got chicken legs, legs. Yeah, he got chicken legs. Hey, it don't matter. Those yeah, chicken legs can bad. still move. Yeah, and them I chicken mean, legs hey, still true. be moving. I'm, I mean, I just did something I realized, and I was like, wow, didn't, I didn't think. Maybe Emmanuel Sanders just has very lean legs. Maybe he's yeah, not true, a, bro. Yeah, I got lean legs. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't, but you know, yeah. that's uh, dude. So I, I didn't. Even, dude, I don't. Oh, fuck off! No, uh, and, and <laughs> legitimately, uh, in the gym today, I haven't done like a calf workout in forever, right. and I already was pushing. 190 on the machine just on the camera. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, oh yeah, okay. And I and I was doing it. And I could have gone higher. I didn't push myself too hard because I want right, to be able right. to walk this weekend. But yeah, I feel you. I was I like, you. I was like, damn, it goes all the way. The machine goes all the way up to 290. I bet I could have literally got close to that because, like, I I gotta say, probably one of the strongest parts on my body are my legs. So, right. you know, you bringing up uh, Emmanuel Sanders, he might have those lean thighs, but they, man, they got some, they got some power behind them, man. Oh they yeah. No, Hey, them. Hey, they got 800 yards behind them last season. So yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> let's I'm chilling. Let, let's see what he does. This, I mean, there's, there's a ton of stuff that has happened, Bryce. Um, yeah. I, I guess uh, I, I've got like a list here because I got some things that I want to hit on. Basically I have things here that say, ask Bryce about this ask oh, okay, bryce about cool. this so ahead, i definitely okay bryce i have a question for you all right I got after it, talking but... after after talking about uh the team a little bit uh, what are your right. expectations for the buffalo bills because a lot of people would you know go out and say that uh that it's super bowl or bust this year and also uh josh allen came out and said that you know he said no disrespect to you guys <laughs> in the media but he had his expectations are high and above what anybody else has so what are your expectations for the buffalo bills this year is it super bowl or bust for this team yeah okay yeah it is i think uh i think last year i was holding them to uh the standard of afc championship or bust Mm-hmm. And and uh, just like you were, I I assume. Oh yeah. And um, so this year, yes, yes, I think it's Super Bowl or bust. And if they win it, I will be the happiest man in the world. If they don't, hey man, that's just going to be a whole lot of broken hearts once again. Okay. So I've uh, we talked about this whenever we were we had our show on the other network. Right. Uh, uh, there's been a progression with the Buffalo Bills, right? So it yeah, went from sure. us making the playoffs and then losing in the playoffs to then making the AFC Championship and losing in the AFC Championship. It feels like the next progression 
is hopefully not getting to the Super Bowl and losing the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like just if we're going to go not based on winning or whatever, just I feel like the next logical step for them is my expectation. And I think the expectation of every team going into the season, unless you're the New York Jets or the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, should be or the Philadelphia Eagles or the Houston Texans uh, should be that we're trying to win a Super Bowl this year, no matter what. There shouldn't be like, oh, this year, yeah, we're probably we we should probably just go or the Cincinnati what, Bengals. Yeah, like uh, what what is it now? Uh, it was nine and seven. Yeah, we're gonna go, we're gonna go nine and eight this year. That's what we want to do. That's a successful season for us. I feel like every single team. Yeah. If you're not playing to yeah. win, and I think Josh Allen said this too. I might be stealing this right from Josh Allen. Josh <laughs> Allen says, if you are not playing the season to win the Super Bowl, then yep. you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. If you are not playing That's right. to win the whole damn thing, then you're not doing it yeah. right. And I, exactly. I, I 100%... If you're just playing think, for a check, no way. All right. Uh, yeah, if you're just out there playing for a check, which a lot of players are, and we can talk about that because we've got some things to talk about in the AFC East, and I talked about it with uh, some of the guys in the uh, Built in Buffalo group chat. Uh, legitimately, uh, there's there's guys that are just out there collecting checks, and uh, oh, I think yeah. the 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 best ex- the best expectation for the Bills is that they make the Super Bowl and win the damn Super yep. Bowl. Like that's yep. for us, for us every single year, they even throughout lose. the drought. Everyone's like Bills. I think they Bills understand. going to the Super. They can't Bowl. lose if they make it. They can't lose that game. Yeah, yeah. Because if they do, they understand what it will do to the city of Buffalo. Not even just that. Can you understand the chip that would be on their shoulder if they went to the Super Bowl and brought the Bills back to the Super Bowl for the first time since the 90s and didn't win? My God, their only mission would be to win the damn Super Bowl for the city. Because right now, they all say that they want to win the Super Bowl for the city. And I believe that. I believe that they do want to win the Super Bowl for the city. But when they're mm-hmm. there, like they got to remember what they're playing for. Like there's, they're out there to win that damn game. But anyway, those right. are our expectations for the Buffalo Bills. And you brought it up. There's some guys out there playing for checks. And there's some stuff going around the AFC East right now, Bryce. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if you've seen any videos. And I know, I don't think you've seen any of the videos because I had to explain all this stuff to you the other day, if you remember right. while you were making dinner. Right. Yeah, I remember. Things going around the AFC East right now. There is the New England Patriots. And there is video that has come out of their training camp that looks god-awful. And if I'm a New England Patriots fan, I'm scared. Because Cam Newton looked just as bad as he did. Actually, maybe he's worked on something. Because instead of throwing the ball into the dirt, he was overthrowing Mm -hmm. people by like 10 yards. So oh, okay. maybe uh may- maybe he's just uh worked on it a little bit more. And then uh Mac Jones, for whatever reason, uh didn't seem to be able to throw a spiral to save his life. Uh it was wobbling the whole damn time. Mm. Uh no matter which one of those uh quarterbacks is out there, I feel like Trey White's gonna have 10 picks in uh one single game. Most likely, if, yes. <laughs> if Jordan if Porter those... and Micah Hyde, they're gonna have a field day, man. And let's Dang not even Jackson. talk about the. Let's not even talk about them uh, 
saying and reports are that Jacoby Myers might be wide receiver one for the New England Patriots yeah. after they went after they went out and signed uh, what was it a uh, Brandon Ayuk and uh, who who's the guy who was uh, Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar. So yeah. I mean they they signed those guys and the guy that they had on their squad last year somehow wide receiver one that would be a little bit scary for me. Uh, we all yeah. saw how bad that wide receiver core was last year. And they paid a lot of money. Oh, yeah. They pa- receivers. And and, I, and I'm sorry, but uh, what was that? I believe that... Uh, and don't they have Myers on a rookie deal still? Yeah, yeah. Jacoby Myers, I believe, is on a rookie deal. But then they go out and they pay the two tight ends, right? As far right. as I know, Hunter Henry is still healthy, right? I'm not sure. I haven't looked into mm-hmm. it like that. Can't comment on that. Maybe I'm ignorant for that uh, fact alone. But Jonu Smith hamstring and uh all of the titans fans chimed in and were like oh yep see there it is it begins there's johnny smith he's like a uh he's like a glass bottle he's gonna break eventually uh and i i mean i have no sympathy for the new england patriots well how, how do you feel about it because i'm loving it yes it's a great thing i wanted johnny smith so I mean, not happy. He well, happy he's hurt because he's on the Patriots. But if he was on our team, oof, that would have made me pissed. Oh my so god! So I'm dude, a New England sure. Patriots fan. I'm looking at this and I'm like, well, there's half of my what I thought was going to be my deadliest weapon duo, and he's out. And now I've got these uh, wide receiver twos all over my outsides. And I don't have a quarterback who can throw it to anybody. I I really believe the New England Patriots' only saving grace next year will be their defense. Um, right? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I think I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry to tell it, but if any of these reports that have come out are true, and Jacoby Myers is wide receiver one, there's no way that team is able to make it out. And people already sound like, oh. The New England Patriots are going to be back. And there's some Bills fans out there that are cocky, right, going on New England Patriots. things like, oh, it doesn't matter. Bills are going to win the division. And yeah. But there's some New England fans that are like, ha-ha, Bills win one, uh, the division one time, and they think that they're going to have some kind of dynasty. Well, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, the way that your guys' team's looking, it doesn't look like that you're about to be back anytime soon unless you yeah, do some facts. major work. Uh but, you know, it, I mean, we can leave it at that. I, I want to talk about and bring this to your point of people just uh, working for a paycheck, right? Not really having this culture installed, kind of like the Bills have. Uh, Xavier Howard recently was, uh, he, he didn't go to a mandatory mini camps because he's holding out because he feels that he should be paid more money. Now, let me give you some right. context for this. Two years ago in 2019, Xavier Howard signed a contract to become the top paid cornerback in the league. And now two years later in this deal, he's holding out because he's now the sixth highest paid cornerback in the league. But he will not go because he feels that he should be paid more money, even though he signed a deal two years ago and now feels like, no, I should be paid more money. Even though, you know, last year, he did fairly well, and the year before that, he was okay. Um, he seems well, to think that I'm he's the best sure. corner in the league. Yeah, and uh, 
I'm pretty sure I read something that said his contract uh, says that he ha- he's to be the highest paid corner in the league. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Like apparently that's like written in the contract. Well, my thing is, I see these players right, and they go, you know what? Don't no, I'm not going to come that. in. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not. Uh, anything okay. that is said in this podcast, uh, do not take it at face value because it may not yeah. be 100% correct. Even though we try to get everything correct, right? Uh, just saying that. I mean, think about it, right? Stefan Diggs, one of the best receivers in the league, right? Isn't the highest paid receiver in the league? Isn't anywhere close to the highest paid receiver in the league? He's still right. showing up to camp. He's still getting in this work. Xavier Howard thinks he's too good to go to this and thinks that he deserves a different contract, even though he signed one a couple of years ago to be the highest paid corner. I feel like that's more of a guys just playing to get paid type of thing. And don't get me wrong. These guys deserve to yeah. get paid. That's not, that's not what I'm saying here. I'm saying dude written, like signed an agreement. And then if he maybe this year and then going into the last year of his deal, is mm-hmm. still this top corner again, then he can hold out and get it. But he's still got two years left on his deal that he signed a couple years ago. He's still making a ton of money. Six paid right. corner in the league, nothing to sniff at, right? That might mm-hmm. even be where Xavier Howard is in the rankings of best corners in the league right now. Uh, and but <laughs> and he, he doesn't want to show up to minicamp. That kind of shows me that a lot of the, or at least him himself, is some of these guys that are supposed to be leaders on these teams really aren't showing that mentality like you see with Buffalo, where guys, you right. know, they they of course they had to show up because it was mandatory, right? But you know, these of guys course. aren't getting paid a ton of money. They're still showing up, even though they should be getting paid more money because you know they want to get that work in. But they some took people pay believe, cuts to make the team better to keep it better. Yeah, exactly. There's there's uh, players that are taking pay cuts to make the team better. And then there's players that feel. Yeah. And then there's players that try to hold their teams ransom and get more money whenever, you know, money is kind of a hard thing to come around this way. I mean, and and don't get me wrong. There's ways that people can manipulate the cap. There's always money, Mm -hmm. but I don't think right now should have been the time for Xavier and Howard to go out and just say, yeah, give me more money. Like, I I don't know. I don't think that sets a good precedent for them and probably is something that they got to deal with. Maybe it's been resolved by now and I just haven't read it, read anything about it because I don't follow any of the Miami uh, news stuff. And then, I mean, there's nothing to really talk about with the Jets, uh, which is very surprising. Uh, I haven't heard anything bad about the Jets. Uh, The only thing was Jamison Crowder. They wanted him to take like a, I think it was like a 50 to 75% pay cut. Uh, apparently that was resolved with his agent and them. So uh, somehow the Jets are the second most functional team in the AFC East right now. Well, at least them go. I know. I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud of the New York hmm. Jets. Good for them. I mean, they're not winning five games this year, <laughs> but I'm proud of them. I'm very proud yeah, of them. True. And, uh, you know, just talking about other teams, Bryce, I've uh, before we get into that exactly. I want to keep us in the AFC East. I want to keep us with the team that we love so much. Uh, I asked Adam this last week in the horrible quality video or podcast that that was. Uh, I asked what he thought the best position group was 
on the Buffalo Bills. And we had a differing opinion, and I'm assuming me and you might as well. I'm going to let you go first. What Personally, what do you think is the best position group on the Buffalo Bills? Our secondary. Really? Yeah. The A position group as in like their whole room. You think the secondary room is better than any other room, position room on the whole roster? Yep. All right, explain. Yeah. Uh, well, we've got two all-pro safeties, an all-pro corner. And on the other side, I think we've got a uh, reliable guy, two reliable guys in Levi Wallace and uh, uh, what's his name? Dane. Johnson. Dane. Not oh, Dane Taren Jackson Johnson. as well. Taren yeah, Johnson. Taren Johnson. Uh, and yeah, bro, we just have we have a nice room, bro. We have a nice secondary room. Okay, so and I'm our wide receiver room is nice too. But I'd, I'm I'm gonna have to argue with you a little bit because I'm gonna say that I do agree. I love our safeties. I love Trey White. But behind them, when I look at a position group, I'm thinking of the backups too, not just the starters. So who's behind our two all-pro safeties? We've got, what, Jaquan Johnson, Saron mm-hmm. Neal, if he's even still on the team. Uh, and then when I'm looking at our at our corners, I mean, we've got Taron Johnson and Levi Wallace. Uh, but, you know, who who backs up? I mean, you, you got to think about, like, who's our, our backup corners? We've got Cam Lewis and Dane Jackson. We'll see. I like Dane Jackson, but I think our cornerback, too, is – the really really weak on that and my argument to that would be to like you said at the end look at the wide receiver room do you look at the wide receiver room and you see like a hole there do you see like even when you think of the backups i mean do you see a hole there like you do maybe in the secondary where you're like okay cb2 is a little bit weak but wide receiver two i don't think is weak or why our our slot receiver isn't weak our wide receiver one definitely isn't weak and behind them, we've got guys that possibly, I mean, we've got Isaiah McKenzie, who's proven that he can do just as much. He had just as many touchdowns as Stefan Diggs did last year. So, yeah, Gabe Davis. I mean, yeah, Gabe Davis, too. Like, I mean, I think it's just a little bit deeper. I think that that would be the better position group out of that. I mean, last week I said the quarterback room, just because you've got Josh Allen and behind him, you have somebody who was a starter on an NFL team for so many years i just think those those brains i think the quarterback room too is just we have a we have a bunch of good positions yeah definitely and and i definitely said that one would not be the tight end room because even though we have a shit ton of tight ends none of them really have proved anything so and maybe that could all be fixed with a little zach Ertz trade but if you ask anybody in the built-in buffalo group chat my god you bring up zach Ertz. There's people who love Zach Ertz, and then there's people who really, really think that Zach Ertz is overrated and all of that. And plus, I got a clown on, uh, I, got, I got a clown on my boy Charlie a little bit. Uh, Charlie put out a podcast, or not even a podcast. He put out a tweet that said uh, that he believes that maybe the cornerback two position hasn't been upgraded because maybe Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott are scared that if they get somebody who's better than Trey, it's going to expose Trey for being a little bit of overrated. And I, Bruh. when he, when he put that tweet out, 
I mean, he says that stuff in the group chat, and I don't, I don't reply to it because you know Charlie believes what he believes, mm-hmm. and he he sticks to his guns. And but I just thought that hypothetical was so. I mean, <laughs> oh my god, I couldn't wrap my head around it. So I mean, if you're listening to this and you saw that tweet. My wow. God, he he got so much he got so much crap for it, and he got it got a lot of attention too. Like it brought some attention to the page and all that stuff. Built in Buffalo, ten thousand followers on Instagram. Wow. Like Charlie, bro, it's in the group chat, Charlie. Yeah, my <laughs> my God, I I I mean, I read that and I just I just could not could not say anything because <laughs> I. I, I was like, really? Like, that's like a conspiracy theory. Like, that's like, yeah. that's like down the rabbit hole. Like, hey, Sean McDermott has always had a weaker cornerback too, so nobody can expose his cornerback one. I don't, I, I don't really believe it. I think that that just no. happens because it works. Uh, yeah. But you know, I'm now I'm gonna jump a little bit because this was another big thing that happened, and we didn't talk about this. Uh, Bryce Julio Jones, a lot of people. Wanted him on the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Do you think about Julio Jones going to the Tennessee Titans? Um, I mean, I think when it's all said and done, it's still Derrick Henry's offense. Because now you just have to split up targets between Julio and AJ. And uh, your defense still sucks, so you're pretty much depending on that offense to to win shootouts if you're facing another high-powered offense. So I don't know. I don't. I definitely don't think it makes them the number one contender in the AFC to Kansas and, City. And and we'll and we'll talk about that because I I, I want to get your. I just want to get your opinions on some things because, you know, there are people out here and I said it last week and there was a tweet. Uh, the Some people I've seen things being like, oh, the Tennessee Titans are a super team now. Just you watch. And I yeah. I mean, I it, it, it blew my mind just to hear that because I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't know Julio Bro, Jones played defense. Bro, they're not even better than the Browns. Bro, I said, I said Julio Jones doesn't play defense. Like, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Facts. You can't. You can't just you can't just go out and be throwing the te- the term super team around. I mean, goddamn. Do you uh, think that do you think that they're uh, even better than the Browns? No, I don't think they're better than the Browns at all. The Browns defense is going to be nasty. Yeah, kidding? but can you believe everybody says? I don't know. Do you think Jadavian uh, Clowney is going to be healthy and be a difference maker? It's not even just that, bro. Like. Uh, I think I think that he's That's what only, I hear everybody raving about, bro. I think that even some of the people that they've drafted, like a Fed to Mel or not Newsom. even that, not uh yeah, like Greg Newsom and guys like that, like they're adding young guys to their defense that's already good. So yeah. I'm uh like just having Miles Garrett on your team on your defense yeah. just makes it scary already. And then adding to their D line the that Browns team next year, and Adam said that he thinks that the that the Ravens are going to be better than the Browns next year. No. I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't think adding Sammy Watkins is going to make them, you know, that much better. Uh, I think they're both going to be better than the uh, Steelers. 
but uh i and we'll get we'll get into that let me just give my thoughts on julio to the titans real quick because i said it in low quality last week uh julio to the titans does not scare me whatsoever julio to the titans doesn't make them a contender to the kansas city chiefs it doesn't even put them in my mind in the top five i don't even think they're in the top five i don't even think they're gonna win their division i think the colts are going to embarrass them both times they play them. They're going to show that you need more than just a high-powered offense to make it in this league because guess what happened last year? The new, the new Sorry, I about calling the New England Patriots. The damn Tampa Bay Buccaneers walked in to the Super Bowl and dominated them on defense. They dominated the Kansas City Chiefs on defense. Like, I'm sorry. But if you do not, and Kansas City Chiefs didn't have any kind of answer for the, for the, I, if I say New England Patriots, one, like every single time I'm about to say it in my mind, New England Patriots comes up. Yeah. The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just could not be stopped. And I think that unless you've got a good defense in this league, because guess what? The league is moving towards high powered offenses. And if you don't have a good defense that can stop a high-powered offense, unless your high-powered offense is two times better, ten times better than the other teams, which it most likely isn't if you're a contender and they're also a contender at this point, then you're not winning. I'm sorry, you're not winning the whole damn thing unless you play well in every facet of the game. And I don't think that the Tennessee Titans are anywhere close to that on defense. They're not going to win their division. They're nowhere even close to being in the top five in the AFC. Hell, I think that if the New England Patriots can put a somewhat decent offense together with their with their defense next year, they're better than the Tennessee Titans. And I don't even think that I think they barely squeak into the playoffs. So that's my hot take. Julio, it's great. Pair him with AJ Brown and have uh, the Derrick Henry in the backfield doesn't change your identity. You can run some play action. Having that threat of Julio does open it up a little bit, but that offense runs through Derrick Henry, and there's no reason to change that. And if they do change it, I could see it starting some problems with them between Derrick Henry and the Titans with him not being focused on as much. But that's just my take. Oh, Derrick Henry to the – I mean – I mean, if you've got a problem with running backs, what's it, who's the one running back that it doesn't matter? You just plug him in on your damn team. It's going to work no matter what. So, you know, th- yeah, that's just that's just my thoughts on Julio to the Titans. And, Bryce, we're going to end this up. I mean, damn, we're at 35 minutes. I want to end this up. I want you to give me your top five in the AFC. I asked Adam last week. I can't even remember what I said last week, so I've probably got a brand-new list in my head. From one to five, tell me, who do you think – is you know uh who do you think from one to five is the best in the afc that are going to be contenders for the super bowl and give me a little explanation why for each of them and why you um okay so one and two one is going to be the chiefs and two is going to be the bills because i still think you have to beat the big dogs to be the big dogs so kansas kansas state City still has that for me. At at number three, I'm gonna put the Colts. Okay. Because I, they they have 
roughly the same team. They got Carson Wentz, the quarterback. They uh, who who are their receivers right now? For the Colts, uh, yeah. Michael Pittman Jr. and T.Y. Yeah. Hilton. Right. Okay. Yeah, and uh, their tight end. Oh, they're tight end. Really I don't know. They, anybody, uh, I, they, they got a couple of decent tight ends. They definitely look decent but, against the Bills. But yeah, no, I, I just think they're a really complete team, and I'm gonna have the Browns right after them because I think Baker Mayfield. Uh, I don't think he has to be great mm-hmm. for them to uh, even go like having. They have an extra game now, so what would uh, eleven and five be like uh, uh, this year? Uh, eleven and five this year would be what? So it's nine and so so it'd be eleven and six. Okay. Yeah, give them an eleven and six season. I think they'll be at number four. And number five, man, the Chargers. The Chargers with Herbie. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, because. Uh, Man, dude, every game, every game that they were in it, they ran it to mm-hmm. the very end, man. They gave everybody a run for their money, and they still went seven and nine. So. Yeah, so I love that pick only because last week after we, uh, me and Adam gave our list, he brought up the Chargers. He brought up the Chargers and said, "Oh my God, we forgot about the Chargers with Justin Herbert out there." Like, yep. I think I mean when you're thinking you're what a high him. I I mean yeah once the main comes back dude Justin Herbert gonna be yeah, balling like exactly. let's let's not even talk about it let me and let me just I mean my list is very similar to yours uh last week Adam put the Bills at number one because he thinks that we're a better team than Kansas City and I'm gonna say right now I think we're also just as a whole unit I think we are a better team than Kansas City however yeah, for my power rankings uh for my rankings on how I feel, I am with you. As Ric Flair says, to beat the man... Oh, shit. I messed up. Like Ric Flair says, to be the man, you gotta beat the man. And the man that we have to beat is the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think that the Buffalo Bills are going to be number two for as long as it is. We might be, who knows, we could be the New York Knicks to the Michael Jordan (laughs) Bulls in the 90s. That could be us if we... If we do not knock off and get this monkey off our back, of that this could be Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady. Like Peyton Manning got some over on Tom Brady, but guess who has more Super Bowls? Newsflash, it's Tom Brady. Peyton Manning's a great, but he does not have as many rings as Tom Brady. So for us to truly be better than the Kansas City Chiefs, we need to be able to, whether it's them walking in, to Highmark Stadium or us walking into Arrowhead, they got to get their ass beat by the Buffalo yeah. Bills for us to truly be the number one. And then at three, uh, to be completely honest with you, it's the it's the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, that team last yeah. year is that that team is literally one Philip Rivers bad pass away from beating the Bills in the first round yeah. again. Like like legitimately, Carson Wentz is going to make that team leagues better than they were last year and they were great last year literally they were great last year and now they've got a competent quarterback out there say what you want about Carson Wentz 
he was in a dumpster fire situation with the Eagles. Now he has a line. Now he has a line. Now he's got some receivers. Now he's with a coach that actually seems to like him. And the name isn't Doug Peterson. Uh, Legitimately them at three, their defense is real. They're also a number, like a really, really good contender to the chiefs. I think that like uh, I said last week, we're sniffing the Kansas city chiefs ass but we can't be complacent because the can the Indianapolis Colts are sniffing our ass. Like they are right there, dude. And that's not even a question. And then of uh, four and five, I got Cleveland. I like Cleveland's defense. I think they're better than the Ravens uh, throw OBJ back on that offense. That was clicking last season. I think you got a team that's going to go and just dominate their division next year. Sorry, Pittsburgh fans, but you know it's going to be a rough season for you with uh, Noodle Arm Ben next season. Yeah, and then uh, legitimately, I mean, at five, I think that if at five you want to throw a wild card team in there, who's just gonna who who do you not want to meet in the playoffs? Who would be if you had to meet someone in the playoffs? You'd be scared crap in your pants. I think it's the New England Patriots. And let's just say where it is. I said it earlier. If they have a somewhat competent offense next year and they squeak into the wild card, right? If you have to play the New England Patriots and wild card weekend, whoever that team is is going to be crap in their pants. Because if there's one thing that the New England Patriots are good at, it's winning in the damn playoffs. Okay? And you give Bill Belichick a really good defense and just an offense – well, it's not even just without Tom Brady. That with a competent offense last year, that offense was awful. But this year, I mean, that's your opinion. But if they squeak in, because I think that there's going to be two teams from the AFC East in the playoffs this year, because our division is not bad. We might view them as bad, but there are teams way worse than the teams in our division. Yeah. Uh, and we're not talking about the Jets. But just thinking about the Dolphins and the Patriots, if you get the Dolphins in the playoffs, you're not as scared as you would be if the New England Patriots are in the playoffs with Bill Belichick. That man is just able to pull magic out of his ass. And I think them at number five is just, you know, a team that you're going to be scared of. Now, that's got a whole lots of ifs by it. That's in no means the, the fifth best team in the AFC, but it's the fifth team in the AFC that if you meet them in the playoffs, you do not take them lightly. So that's pretty much it for this pod. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank Bryce for joining on. I mean, me and Bryce have done a lot together today. We went to the gym. We've thrown the football around. He's trying to help me get my hands together. And now my man is in here also recording a pod with me. So he's a trooper and you guys are a trooper for staying in. We were able to squeeze a 42 minute pod when there's nothing really to talk about. I don't know how many more of these we can do, Bryce, but we're going to get it done because when the season rolls around, whoo boy, man, I cannot wait. So thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been the coolest show in Bill's Mafia outside of Western New York. I've been your host, Jake, joined by... All right, it was a little delayed and out of the way, but it's okay, Bryce. And we will see you guys next week.